the vast sea of podcasts on the web. 99.99999% of them are boring at best and predictable at worst. <laughs> Excuse me. Whew. Can we open that? Can we open the door? This is the Buttercream and Grit Show. Everything and nothing all wrapped into one. From current event discussions to talking about... Wait, 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 wait. Squirrel! <clears throat> Where was I? From current event discussions to talking about YouTube and throwing two middle fingers in the air to political correctness. Suck. Suck. It. It. Yes, we've lost our damn minds. And if you haven't lost yours, turn this podcast off. Now for the crazy motherfuckers that stayed. This is the Buttercream and Grit Show. And now your hosts, Buttercream and Grits. Yo, 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 what's happening, you gutter Muppet SpaceX Big Daddy? Man, you know, I love the SpaceX. I was uh, sad and excited all at the same time to see the big rocket blow up, but then yesterday... I'm always excited to see a, I'm always excited to see a big rocket blow up, especially when it's mine. I don't know what that means, buddy, but I'm uncomfortable hearing about <laughs> it's it. It's a whole different topic. There's a whole different show. Yeah. Yeah, man. No. So, yeah, this, uh, you know, uh, they'll get it figured out. You know, I really wish that um, they had done the, the Sea Dragon thing where they just launched a thing, not even from an oil platform, but just directly from the water. Then they would have had none of those problems that they had. I, I just know that it blow up. I didn't see much anything else because, you know, I don't really follow yeah. that too much. And the worst part is it didn't blow it up real nice either. Apparently they hit the uh, flight termination button and it took like 40 seconds to activate. Oh, yeah. Something about the self-destruct button. Or I, was, I did. There was something that, that popped up on the news feed about that. Yep. So what's and, been happening? Uh, I heard through the grapevine that you were seen down at the Piggly Wiggly with a mm-hmm. pocket full of quarters at the... At the little rocket ship they got down there, you put in that with the quarters in and you ride. I heard yeah. you was trying out for SpaceX. Yeah, uh, you know, unfortunately, the little rocket ship one was broken, so I ended up riding the little car thing instead. Just as humiliating, by the way. Just not <laughs> oh, so you're trying for NASCAR instead of SpaceX? Oh, trouble man, in turn was... four. Trouble in turn four. I was in the city uh, last night, actually, and uh, had to get around a little bit. Renting some of those little uh, bird scooters, uh-huh. man. That is just a, that is just a fun way to get around town. Hmm. Seems like yeah. I have seen a representation of a gutter muppet on a scooter before. <laughs> I, I, I believe you have about, about art coming to life. <laughs> yes, yes, but no. I mean, just a fantastic way to get around you know uh i parked the car me and a friend were meeting a, a bunch of people out for dinner mm-hmm. rented a couple of scooters and you know charlotte has really kind of embraced those things whereas a lot of cities have not um but i will say the gps on the little scooters has gotten very accurate you know the things well, yelling at you every two seconds saying you're not allowed on the sidewalk and you're in a restricted speed zone and all this other stuff well what we went down there you know to see elton john's fail wear tour and that I saw all the little scooters, but what kind of 
just kind of dumbfounded me is the people just get off of them and leave them just sitting anywhere. And because we just saw them sitting anywhere. And then I was like, well, how do they recharge and stuff if they just leave them sitting wherever? Well, there's uh, people that go and pick them up. So there's all kinds of information that's being sent back to the mothership. So part of it is location. The other is battery status. Um, and so there's people that get paid to pick those things up and oh, basically okay. charge them. Well, I was wondering because, you know, when we went down there, you're driving through and you see them everywhere but there's no like central thing like a thing there because you know like greensboro had something with bicycles to where there was certain Mm -hmm. points where you had to return them and stuff like that and these were just left willy-nilly everywhere yeah so in order to end your ride you need to take a picture of it and uh to verify that it's in a place where it can be uh but again there's the charging infrastructure is basically guys with trucks picking them up dropping off new ones and taking the other ones back to charge. Oh, so they will take that one and leave one in its place for somebody else to pick yeah. up? Yeah, or I assume there's some like semi-designated areas where they go. But, I, gotcha. I mean, they're all GPS located, so they just go snatch them all up uh, when the batteries get dead. I was wondering. I did see this company, um, or we were talking about it today so at some point. There was um, this company that wanted to get, uh, like, what was it 30 to 50 a fleet of 30 to 50 electric tractor and trailers yes and when they applied to the city for the power that would take to charge them the city laughed at them because it was going to take more power to do that than it than it took the power of the city that's fake news that's not true i can show you the math on that okay well i was just going by this was all this was actually in the wall street journal so i'll forward you the article and you can nitpick it later i was just seeing the oh, headlines I, 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 I will i will be happy to to nitpick absolutely well i mean i kind of figured it was true because i mean you got bustling world powers that can't make arms because they're busy storing tiktok data you know uh power generation is the unsung hero we never talk about right like currently we use like three percent of our uh, energy matrix is solar power i guess mm-hmm. and you know people have a tendency to think about their homes and, and other things that they can you know quote unquote electrify right yeah but the real industry doesn't happen without power like you're not going to run a steel smelting plant without huge 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 amounts of power and it's because of those incredibly large draws that you know we need some nuclear out there man we need something fission or fusion Whichever way they want to do it. Well, one is perpetually ten years around the corner, and the other is available. Well, I thought right that now. one. I, well, I thought that one. They uh, actually achieved it uh, somewhere. Well, yeah, they they get it to pop, but and they don't get it to sustain. And uh, even then, I'm not sure. You know, it's like okay, if you can make it last for a hundred seconds, what do you got? You know, like it's it's an important step. Wow, but uh, last in a hundred seconds. That must be Nirvana. I'm just I'm stepping away from this one. <laughs> I have read an interesting book this week, and mm-hmm. um, it's called "Why Gary Why." And what is the answer? Well, I see if you remember the story first. Why Gary Why was what the policeman was questioning when Gary Plushet or Plouche. Uh, shot 
Jeff Doucette in the head in an airport in Baton Rouge, Louisiana in 1984. I don't even know the story. All right, I'll just give you the short take on it. Essentially, this Doucette guy was uh, 24, 25, mid-20s. He uh, started, he took over a karate class that something happened and the original instructor left. So he came in and was teaching karate and he was pretty much young, dumb. Uh, But long story short, he began being friendly with the the Plaché family, which was the mother, the father, and I think there were several kids. One kid in particular whose name was Jody. And Jody was one of his karate students. Well, he ended up molesting Jody, who at the time was like 9, 10, 11, somewhere around in there. Uh, And then ended up kidnapping him and taking him to California. And then uh, when they called him as they were bringing him back to stand trial, the father was waiting in the airport and shot him in the right ear and killed him. And then never spent a day in jail for that. Of course, I can't, I can truly understand why he did not, because I would not have found him guilty for that. But some of the details of this story that keep coming out, like things, I guess, on the outside that you don't see, even back then, because we grew up in the 80s, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I found that I, on this whole thing, that it, it, it's a tragic story, no doubt, because a little kid was mol- molested, and of course, he has. He does uh, victim awareness training and helps people now. So, I mean, he is not, he was, I guess, scarred, but he was not to the point to where he wasn't able to have a fulfilling life. But um, the guy was about to be arrested for worthless check because he had been writing worthless checks. And so he wanted to, he told. The kid who he kidnaps mother that he needed to borrow her car to go check on a carpet job a little like 40 minutes away. And so he took Jody with him in his mother's car when he abducted him. And I just found that kind of funny. I just it's just one of those things that said, you know, only in the 80s. Well, speaking of only in the 80s, that... Um tech exec out in san francisco who was stabbed a couple of weeks ago oh the yeah. Cash App founder. yeah well we have some unfortunate news here what's that uh well i thought we, i the, thought he already died yeah but according to the autopsy he'd been having a pretty decent night out on the town with alcohol cocaine and ketamine in his blood okay i know what two of those are which one uh well <laughs> next subject hey you know i saw a video of a woman who had blinded herself on purpose because she always felt that she should have been born blind and a doctor is like this is insane you know Mm. it's like the oath of the doctors is to do no harm and here you have people that are intentionally handicapping themselves to feel complete or whole what is that transabled? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, or whatever at what that's point called. are we going to actually help these people with some meaningful mental health care instead of, uh, you know, supporting their fantasies? It's uh, 
I mean, it's harmful. I mean, you know, the stuff is irreversible. She she literally blinded herself. Well, in that point, that's just kind of a little bit way too far. It, you you begin to have to ask yourself, when do you quit buying into um, their circus? But what about the councilman, I think it was in Indiana, that announced that he is now identifying as a lesbian woman of color? Yeah, but they can't take him seriously because, you know, everybody can identify as whatever they want. Um, no, 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 no. It's pure. not that they're not taking him seriously. It's that they're making it a joke and not taking him seriously. Right. Be- but when it's the same thing as what they're saying. Right. Uh, you know, if you ever listen to Piers Morgan on uh, whatever, I catch him on YouTube. You know, he's got that show over. And, was that uh, where the two chicks were on there? Well, And he was talking know, to them? And he asked why he couldn't identify as a black lesbian. Oh, yeah. Or in most cases, uh, a penguin. But again, you know, it's, uh, it's hard being a kid. There's a reason why we don't allow kids to make decisions. So why do we allow them to make these huge, huge, huge decisions that have, uh, lifelong consequences, um, instead of, you know, uh, frankly having meaningful conversations about maybe why they feel that way i mean every kid goes through phases you know right it's uh it's crazy to me some phases stick around i think you're still going through one that is true i have been one that sticks i have been traveling in a galaxy far far away oh yeah yeah jedi survivor came out uh last friday What's a Jedi Survivor? Jedi Survivor is the continuation of Jedi Fallen Order, where you're working through the galaxy as Cal Kestis, trying to fight the Empire. Is this a video game? It is a video game on the PlayStation 5. Uh, There Ah. is some talk, though, that um, I think the guy's name that plays uh, Cal Kestis is Cameron Monaghan. I think his name's Cameron Monaghan. He's played the kid in Shameless. He was the redheaded kid in Shameless, but there is some um, buzz going on that there might be making that into a live action show on Disney Plus. I hear so, Disney Plus has been losing subscribers. Have you been hearing that same thing? I have, and I can tell you why they are. I'm listening. They ain't got anything worth watching other than one or two shows. It's just like everything else. After you've seen those episodes, you cancel it till something new comes out. You know, we have the Apple TV Plus, and they got some good stuff on there. I've got that. That Ted Lasso is a good show. Uh, What was it? Ted Lasso. I'll have to look. You were talking about that the other day. Uh, You'd enjoy it. Defending Jacob is a good one on there as well. Um, I'm assuming it's good. The book was amazing, so I'm assuming the TV show has to be pretty good as well. But from what I've read about people that have watched it, it has gotten pretty good reviews. Nice. Hey, let me ask you a question. Okay. All right. Let's say you want to go buy a car. Okay. How is uh, your the rate that you're going to pay for credit is primarily driven by risk. Right. Or should be driven exclusively by risk. True or false? True. Okay. So remember back in like the 2000s when... Uh, it became the goal of the federal government that, hey, 
we need to make sure that everybody's approved for a mortgage because uh, home ownership is, uh, you know, uh, uh, tends to be America's largest uh, asset, basically, right? So they want to promote home ownership, right? And they did, you know, they basically, it's like, well, credit scores, we can't just go on that because a lot of people have terrible credit for a whole host of reasons. So we need to look at a whole bunch of other metrics. Not to count the fact that most time when they have that, it's because they haven't paid their bills. Right. Like there's a reason why you have bad credit. Right. And I can under some, some situations I can understand divorce and stuff like that, but there are some legitimate uh, situations or like medical stuff. But there are some legitimate situations to where they just max out credit cards and then just forget they have them. Agreed. And like the medical bill thing we've talked about, that it's just disgusting that in America you go bankrupt from like having a medical emergency. I mean, I don't want to interrupt, but I don't keep your train of thought, but I saw something that would dovetail in to your rant about medical um, stuff here in the United States and AI. Oh, I saw it too. So let's touch on that next, but let okay. me just finish my thought here. So basically, if you recall, uh, basically what happened is uh, lots of people were qualifying for mortgages they never should have qualified for. And a lot more mortgage than they ever should have qualified for. Exactly, with uh, variable rates, primarily interest only mm-hmm. loans, type of stuff like that. And don't worry, you can refinance down the road, right? All right. And then when interest rates started to go up, everything exploded. And all of those homes, or a huge chunk of those homes, uh, their mortgages had been bundled into securities, which they didn't really know how to price this, that, and the other thing, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. Uh, The mortgage derivatives. And long story short is a lot of those properties actually ended up getting purchased by uh, hedge funds and other things, which are now taking over a huge chunk of the home ownership market, specifically here in where you and I live, mm-hmm. so that people will be perpetual renters. But long story short, we tried looking at... Yeah, but doesn't this, perpetual renters help you out? It helps me out, but it's... Oh, that's uh, what I'm saying. But, but there's a difference, I think, between, let's call them small mom and pop landlords, which have some tie to the community and... Uh, companies which are solely focused on extracting the maximum amount of money from their tenants every month. I got you. I got you. But so anyways, we've been through this rodeo once where it turned out terribly because there's a reason why people have bad credit. And lo and behold, wouldn't you know it now that if you have good credit based on new mortgage fees, you're going to pay more than the people with bad credit. So the people with good credit are going to subsidize people with poor credit. That realistically earn that poor credit in one way or another. I want to ask you another question. Just, kind just real of to, quick. We're living in the upside down world. Right. But okay. I'm, on, I'm on the spitball here. Just one, one second. Yeah, go. You know, you, you just said that the people with good credit are going to subsidize the people with bad credit. Mm-hmm. Right. Like essentially, actually subsidize. Right. But like essentially, isn't that the case already with social welfare and stuff like that? Because most of the people that pay the majority of the money in to taxes and stuff like that are the people with good credit and it's being subsidized to people who can't make good decisions. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's lots of things that we subsidize, Mm -hmm. right? And for the record, I'm not opposed to that, but we shouldn't be punishing people that have been abiding by a system and rewarding the people, frankly, that have not. Right. I agree with that. And that's really what we're doing. I mean, it's just preposterous, but uh, let's switch gears here. Back to your, uh, I actually posted about this on LinkedIn the other day, the whole um, 
AI in uh, medicine. Mm-hmm. Two big uh, articles on that. One is that AI is way better at seeing stuff in MRIs and x-rays than people will ever be. Right. Uh, and so they're getting really good at catching stuff very early on. But we knew that was kind of coming, right? right. Because we've right. heard about that for years in terms of, of AI's ability to detect breast cancer and other things. The real eye-opener for me was that AI provides much better advice and guidance to patients. And obviously, we saw that coming too, right? Well, obviously, Just as a function of the larger data sets. I used but to, that, to me, work is, at a is the real game changer. medical facility, and that was all colored by the drug reps that come in who was given the most kickbacks as to what they decided they were going to prescribe. Right. Yep. Yep. But I think... You know, you and I have talked about this where the, the fields that are the most. Oh, and then I read uh, earlier today that IBM, which was going to, you know, hire 7,500 people over the X, uh, X number of years, they're just like, yeah, we're not going to do that. In fact, we're going to probably get rid of some people because we're just going to have AI do it instead. And so we are at that inflection point where the careers that pay the best, the knowledge based careers, attorneys, uh, and healthcare are about to get trampled by software that can do their jobs, not just better, but for fractions of a penny on the dollar. Well, well, there are some that, you know, obviously that it's not going to be able to do. There's going to be some need for nurses and stuff like that. Well, but, of course, um, there's a need for nurses, but like the doctor, for the most part, is just a vehicle for information. Nurses are the ones that take your blood, right? Like, what's your doctor do? play golf on wednesday yeah and uh, you know robotic surgeons the da vinci machines they've mm-hmm. been used for years and years and years now mimosas they're by getting the pool. very very good yeah uh so yeah i think there's a, there's a big shift coming and my prediction mm-hmm. is that the healthcare system will move away from i'm going to call it a knowledge-based uh infrastructure where we're paying people for their expertise mm-hmm to an empathy-based structure where we are paying people based on their ability to communicate hard and sometimes quite detrimental news to patients. I really to say this, but if we're going to change it to an empathetic industry, we as Americans are screwed because I have not seen many Americans that still have empathy. Well, and you know, that's kind of becoming a non-issue. I read earlier that uh, some company installed uh, ChatGPT on those spot uh, robotic dogs from Boston Dynamics. So, you know, that's the beginning of uh, the Terminator movie. And then uh, a friend of mine sent me a link uh, saying that, you know, at one point people are going to want to make sure that uh, people make mistakes and software really doesn't. So, uh, you know, let's make sure that our uh, military infrastructure is run by an AI. And well, now the government's already the come plot. out and want a law to where AI can't launch nuclear weapons. Yeah. But the the fallacy in that is we believe that we're smarter than the AI. And at one point, we're not. And you can just see how well, actually, uh, fragile we, our systems Actually, really though, are. we are. I mean, I watched war games. It took a lot for that computer to learn that sometimes the only way to win is to not play the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I remember that. Did you see the uh, article this morning, the kind of long-form thing about the SolarWinds hack? 
No, I did not. The one that well, I'm still dealing on is yet another bank failure in the wee hours of early Monday morning when J.P. Morgan stepped in and bought First Republic. Well, the government put them in receivership first and then turned around and sell, uh, sold it. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, for a $13 uh, billion dollar loss. Yeah, so we've now had, uh, well, and the feds gave them $50 billion worth of finance. Well, we've had four huge bank failures in the United States, and three of them has been in the last two years. Yep. I think that's what right. the essential okay, I'm headline was. I'm, I'm texting you this article now just so you can read it tonight. It's it's like okay. long form, but, man, is it awesome. Ooh-wee. Well, I won't be able to get it because, unlike most people, I don't do phones when I'm in the studio here at the, at the uh, Replica Batcave. Because you don't. the rules state in the handbook that we were given when we signed on to the mm-hmm. Buttercream and Grit show was mm-hmm. that we didn't have cell phones in the studio because it could cause a distraction. I'm texting you through my computer. It's a loophole. Oh, well, we may have to revisit that. Nope. The loophole shall live. <laughs> Why should it live? Because me and all my buddies are using it. So the loophole must exist. <laughs> Even though it's bad for everybody. Bad for everybody. Mm-hmm. I got a question, though. While you was eating that mint chocolate chip ice cream and spending them quarters like it's going out of style, yeah, you didn't get a little queasy tummy, chip. did you? No. I'm just making sure because I know sometimes you you get uh, queasy with sudden movements and jerky movements, and that that's, those things ain't the smoothest ride. No, they're, 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 uh, they're uh, rough riders, mount up. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a, it's not a smooth ride. Oh right. Lord, somebody's listening to crazy stuff. Was hey, that in a uh, movie? Yeah. Where's uh Where's Tucker Carlson going to end up? I think he's going to be the director of news at Newsmax. See, I I think there's a chance of that. I am hoping he goes fiercely independent on Substack and Rumble. Well, I mean. Why can't he? I mean, doesn't he own the Daily Caller? Why don't he just do his own thing there? No, he exited the Daily Caller, I believe. Yeah, but I thought he owned it because he started it. Uh, well, I know he started, but like I said, I think he actually. Uh, I thought he sold. I could be totally wrong here, but I know that he was one of the founders of the Daily Caller. Yeah. I, I know that it is a prime example and a prime case that he would is the kind of person that the Daily Wire would pick up. Yeah, again, I'd like to see him on Rumble. Well, I thought in the Daily Wire on Rumble. Uh, you know, the I, I, there's only a couple of channels I actually follow on Rumble. It's uh, Glenn Greenwald's. Uh, I've never logged Russell into Brands. it. I don't believe in social media. I believe it's the Antichrist. Uh, social media is uh, awful and destructive. Hey, uh, did I send you that clip on uh, cryptocurrency that I came across over the weekend? I have not seen anything about cryptocurrency. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to find it and send it to you cuz it's amazing. It's just I read that and I'm like, "Wow. This stuff is just just it's what? just a scam. It's a pyramid scam. Greater fool theory. And this week is something very historic is going to happen. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm not going to watch it, but I'm going to DVR it so I can watch it later. Which is? The coronation of His Majesty King Charles III. I've heard such a thing. You know, I am an Anglophile. 
I know you are. And if the people in Washington don't do better, I think we need to pen a very apologetic letter to His Majesty and ask him to forgive us and take us back. Speaking of taking us back, I'm uh, I'm uh, traveling for like the next couple of days, trying to get back to the homeland. You know, so I'll, I'll be picking up some of the uh, Tud Fisk. Uh, well, if you want Tud Fisk, I, okay, listen, buddy, I'm going to bring you some. I'm going to watch you eat it. You just need to have a little vomit bag near you. Flossie's going to love it. <laughs> um, My little baby thinking, doll. I was thinking I was going to get me some of that cloudberry liquor. Oh, that now I'll help you drink. Now you know I am not much of a drinker, but I could. My arm could be twisted to help you polish off a few dozen cases of that. (laughs) Well, I shall. uh, I shall do some twisting and see what I can find. And there is supposed to be a book you're supposed to be looking for. Yes, uh, let me text that to my. Am I going to text that to my sister now? No, I'm not. But well, I'm you may have. To, well, since it's technically not of the season, you may have to order it. Yeah, I'm there for a couple of weeks, so we'll see what we can get figured out. For but you. I am learning foreign language. I'm gonna be able to converse with you in your native tongue, and contrary oh, yeah? to what most people think, it is not Klingon or Elvish. You're putting some time and effort into the language arts? Well, I mean, I've learned Tudfisk. I mean, how, how it can't be that hard. I mean, frankly, I don't know why you even need to know anything else. It's kind of like Groot. As long as you say it with the right inflection, it can mean anything you want. <laughs> I overheard you on the phone one night, and I have to tell this story, and it may not have a point. I don't know. <laughs> Love but this setup. You were talking to somebody over yonder. And he was talking in that, that foreign tongue, and you know what? It sounded like BD, BD9 and R2-D2 sitting there talking back and forth. That's exactly what it sounded like. And I was like, you know what? Have at him. That's just plain foreign. Yeah. You know, it's it's a great language to know, but there's just not a lot of people that know it. Right, like I mean, has, it, it, I mean, outside of that, it's not. Does it? It in the entire country over there speak it, or do you just mean outside of? No. So here's the thing, man. Norway's got like five and a half million people, and three official languages. There's like the type of Norwegian that I speak. And there's a type of Norwegian that they kind of uh, speak up north. Mm-hmm. And then oh, they, I thought the, you were up north. Well, we got a place. That, Where's the like, part where they hid the Nazi battleships? I think that's way up north, is it not? Well, it's in some fjord. I know they sunk one of them up there. Oh, the, yeah, some some fjord that really that really narrows it down. <laughs> what about, have they finished building that digging that hole through the mountain yet, so the cruise ship can go through it? No, in fact, I was thinking about that the other day. I don't know where they are in that process. I will say, I I am excited to get to Norway. I'm really looking forward to, like, the ferry ride and, like, and all Ted that Fisk. kind of stuff. And, and Ted Fisk. And Are I'm, you going to do another time-lapse photo like you did of the sky? Yeah. That last time? That I was actually pretty I, cool. That was... I, I believe I will. I mean, ordinarily, things you do, people look at and just like, is he retarded or what? But that was actually kind of cool. Broken clock is right twice a day, buddy. This is true. That's what they tell me. And I'm like, well, it's not my fault you're broke. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to going. Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, 
to seeing some people, eating some of the food, you know, all that stuff, man. Are you staying at the beach house or with your sister or? Uh, so I'm getting going over there for my uh, niece's confirmation. So realistically, I don't even think I'm going to get to the summer house. So I think I'm probably just going to chill at her place. But oh, she hey. bought some gigantic new palace, so that'll work out just fine. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you're the heirs of old world money. Well, I, of, uh, of I, old world I, imperialism. I haven't even seen her new house yet, so I'm very excited to to go over there and uh, see her and her family. And then, if there's time, yeah, I'd love to get out to the summer uh, summer house. But you know, I we'll am see. preparing to buy concert tickets. Really, for September or October, I have not decided which show. Well, yet. I, I I have been looking like crazy, and it doesn't even look like Slipknot's going to be anywhere in the U.S. this year. Well, it's so not. What Slipknot. concert are you speaking of? I am going to attend the farewell tour of Aerosmith. Really, I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about getting a group up to go either the 26th, which is in Raleigh, or the 17th of October, which is in Charlotte. The Raleigh that one's actually a, would be fun. The Raleigh one is a Sunday, and the uh, one in Charlotte's on a Tuesday. It's a weird night to have a rock concert, but I guess you got to have it when you can get the stadium. Yes. I take it back. Slipknot is going to be around, but they're not going to be around here. Yeah, but they're not any good, so it really doesn't matter. No, Slipknot, you're right. They're excellent. Yeah, if you're deaf. No, I, I like the Slipknot. They're <laughs> going to be in Mansfield, Ohio, July 16th. I don't think I'm going to travel to go see them. I'm not that committed, but... You would never find Ohio. I know where Ohio is. It's basically uh, towards the towards the left coast. Negative. Negative. It's out that way. It ain't nowhere near the coast. I'm not saying it's near the coast. I'm saying it's on the way to the coast. I just, now, they I, act like they're on the left coast. And the speed limit's 55, so you up there are no bueno. Speed limit's 55? Yeah. 55. All right. So they're going to be in Daytona, and then they go to Australia. Daytona's in Florida. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be in uh, Copenhagen. Maybe you can catch them when you're over there in the homeland. That would, oh, you know, I do have to check. Uh, I, I, there are some Norwegian bands that I really enjoy. I would love to. Uh, well, get them out of your system while you're over because that stuff that you played for me the other day, not a fan. What was it I played for you the other day? I don't remember what it was, but it sounded like they were in an abandoned warehouse beating on crap. It's not a nice thing to say. Well, that's what it sounded like. No, it's not an abandoned warehouse. It's an empty warehouse, and those are steel drums. <laughs> well, it sounded like... I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. To each his own. You know, we all suffer from music lock-in for the most part, where the music we liked uh, to a pretty huge degree in our 20s is what sticks with us for the rest of our lives. It's hard to change after that. I'll disagree with that. And I'll, tell you, and I'll tell you why. The music I tend that I listen to more is music that I listened to when I was younger than my 20s. Like growing up. Like my parents and my mom, particularly my mom and her sisters. Are you talking a little yacht rock? What? A little yacht rock? What is yacht like rock? Carolina beach music. Oh, yes. Love the beach music. 
shagging down at ODs, the Spanish Galleon, the Drifters, the Clovers, the Catalinas, the Embers. Amazing. Carolina yeah. Beach music is the best music on the face of the earth. It's kind of like... stretch. No, it's true. It's kind of like Airwolf. It's that Airwolf's the best TV theme song. Airwolf is the best TV theme song, and I would be... It, it would be hard to convince me otherwise. I'm not going to be able to be convinced otherwise. I already know. You know, we're not alone in thinking that. A lot of people think Airwolf is the best theme song in the history of all time. Well, um, they would be correct. Also, I have seen that there has been another airship device that flew over Hawaii from them dad-blaying bastards from China. I heard the same thing. Why didn't we just shoot it down? Well, because the last time we went and shot a bunch of stuff down, the, the first rule of shooting stuff is what? Knowing what you're shooting at. Well, that's not and true. We just, yeah, it is. Like, if, if you have a firearm... Now, wait a minute. Our president told us if we felt scared to take a shotgun out and shoot up in the air, and if the airship is in the air and it gets hit, we're just doing what our master and leader and chief has told us to do. Hey, do you remember when the whole Ukraine thing started and under no circumstance were you going to send tanks, fighter jets, and long-range weapon systems? Yes, I remember when they said, when they when they told the first lie. Yeah, so apparently uh, the skinny is that Ukraine is now using the U.S. HIMARS weapons on Russia. So that's a good thing that we're doing everything we can to de-escalate that. But what also from what I've heard is it's not going so well for the Ukrainians. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, we're just continually lied to uh, about the current state of the state. You know, I, I listened to part of uh, of uh, Crooked Joe's uh, uh, speech at the correspondence dinner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're talking about how the freedom of the press is the one of, if not the core tenet of democracy. And he says that with a straight face, even though Julian Assange is locked up. Right, and uh, Edward Snowden uh, basically ended up having to leave America. So they say these things, but they don't mean them. And you know, I was well, it's only a freedom of the, well, no, it's only the freedom of the press means anything as to when they can tell it not to print stories about him and his son making bags of money from China well, and, and then, Ukraine. I was listening to the super clip of all of the uh, you know, it's like they want to basically. Uh, have Trump thrown in jail for election denial. I mean, these people are insane. And then when you go and you listen to some of the things that the Democrats have said historically, they're just talking about how awful the voting machines are. Now, now wait a minute. They won't. I find that odd. They want to throw Trump into jail for election denial, but yet they were denying that and claiming that the election was rigged and fixed. A when Bush yeah. won, Bush two and, and won, see, and when this, Trump won. This is what is causing America. Uh, so many challenges because nobody wants to use a common standard if it's you know it's like it's uh, it's like alan dershowitz none of this stuff passes the foot or the shoe on the other foot theory right right it's like when you lose the election oh the voting machines were totally rigged when you win they're the best they're so secure you can't imagine better more secure systems it's just so disingenuous 
Uh, well, and one people good are thing finally has... starting to see through it, and we finally have some, I will refer to it as independent media, uh-huh. that's allowing us to see how disgusting uh, the whole uh, shaping of the narrative actually is. One good thing, you know, has happened here in your adopted home and yes. my home, uh, the legislature upheld the 2008 vote for I voter saw ID. That. And the best part is, is when Mr. Cooper decides to veto it, it's not really going to matter because they have a supermajority in both houses and can override his veto. But here's the thing. Whether you support voter ID or not, and for the record, I do, if, if, if the ability to cast your, uh, your vote is a core right that is reserved for the citizens, we should take it as seriously as such and make sure that, pe- that the people casting their vote are who they say. Right. Okay? What, I the part, Not everybody feels that way. The but, part but, I what, find hold odd. On, hold on, just real quick. But when you hear the, but when you see the headline, it's um, not that North Carolina is taking the votes of its citizens seriously. It's you know, oh, they're rolling back uh, voting rights. No, they're not at all. They're uh-huh. securing voting rights is what they're doing. Well, For every person that votes illegally, a person has been disenfranchised who had a legal right to vote. Well, here's here's the problem they have when they talk about that, with, particularly in the state of North Carolina, because voter ID was actually on uh, the ballot in, I believe, in 2016, or to 18, one of 2006 or 2008, I don't remember which one, maybe 16 or 18, I don't remember. But the almost 80% of the population of North Carolina voted for a constitutional amendment that required voter ID. So if they have a problem with it, then you're not just talking about conservatives because 80% of the population in North Carolina is not a conservative. Right, it's not a it's not a, a liberal or conservative Republican or Democratic issue. It's if we believe that the vote that the right to vote is serious, we should treat it as something serious. And my also thinking is this: if the majority of the people in the state of North Carolina want you to have to paint your ass purple to vote. It ain't nobody in California's business. It ain't nobody in New Hampshire's business. It ain't nobody in Virginia's business. Because the state of North Carolina is a sovereign entity. We don't need permission from anybody to do a dad blame thing. No. And that is the snout to the curly tail and everything in between. And we gone. You've been listening to the Buttercream and Grit Show. If you were able to make it to the end of the show, you have serious mental issues. And you're probably family. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. Drop us a note at grits at thecarolinaunderground.com. And if you're one of the rare listeners with opposable thumbs, go to www.thecarolinaunderground.com slash buttercream and grits. Stay crazy, motherfuckers. See you next time on the Buttercream and Grid Show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.